We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things. The Word, the integrity of it and its ability to transform, the Holy Spirit, His power and demonstration of the same, and love, love for God, for yourself, and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted Word from God's servant, Pastor Wali Tejumade. Get ready for a transformation. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter number 7, verses 1 to 2. Second Kings chapter number 7, verses 1 to 2. In case it's not your first time, I love to hide. We love to reverence God by standing and reading the opening scripture of our services. It's a mark of honor for the God of the word. So please, if you're not too tired, could you please honor God this moment? If you're watching online, the Lord sees you. If you're not too tired, could you please rise up in honor of the Lord? Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Second Kings chapter number 7 verses 1 to 2. I'll take the first verse. Since it's just two verses actually, I think we should all just read that together. Are we ready? Second Kings, please. Second Kings chapter number 7 verses 1 to 2. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Receive this living sacrifice. I am your worship, Lord. Because Jesus I am Your worship Lord Your worship Receive This living sacrifice Yahweh I am And the rest of my life, Second Kings chapter number seven, verses one to two. Let me read here very quickly. Then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord, for says the Lord. Tomorrow about this time a seer of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. Verse number two reads, So an officer on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Look, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, could this thing be? And he said, In fact, you shall see it with your eyes but you shall not eat of it father we give you praise thank you for the privilege of being gathered in peace and not in pieces in your presence thank you, Jesus. we are in your sanctuary lord not in the mortuary we are not there not because we are better than those that are there we are there because you've chosen it to be so we return the gratitude unto you tonight and in this brevity of time, we pray, Yahweh, that you anoint this tongue of clay and bless these words. In the mighty name of Jesus, 
I receive capacity for prophetic utterances tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. Would you slam someone a high five? Move around, celebrate someone. Welcome to Overflow 2022. Can you celebrate his expressions? Celebrate his expressions. Celebrate his expressions. Move around, move around. Slam someone a high five. I celebrate you. Welcome to Overflow 2022. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And have your seat in the Lord's presence. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I do not take for granted, you know, the fact that um, some very precious families, you know, they've made it a tradition to always do crossover services with us. I do not take it for granted in no particular order. The Adebogons, thank you so very much. The Bajamos, thank you. It's always a joy to see you guys. And Sister Esse, thank you. Thank you. This has become a tradition to your family. Thank you, sir, for coming. Um, um, Brother Sheung, thank you. My darling sister, God bless you. It's always a joy to see you here. Thank you also very much for being at Overflow. Can you celebrate Jesus one more time? I brought you this message simply. I know what many of you want to hear tonight is pastor, give us the word for the year. We're going to get there. But let's hear the word first. I brought you this message tonight that I've simply titled Building Capacity for Multiplication. Come on, you can say that better if, you want to, if you're excited in the Lord's house. Building Capacity for Multiplication. Building Capacity for Multiplication. I know for some of you too, it may be your very first time of being part of a crossover service as this. And some of you may be wondering, why crossover service? Why shouldn't I be in my home at this hour of the day, you know, sleeping, snoring, or why can't I be in a club? Why can't I be elsewhere but in the Lord's presence? You are here simply because of this is one of those things the Lord expects of us. This is simply an attempt by you of giving God your first. Hallelujah, glory to God dedicating the very first day in the new year you know unto the Lord that's one of the reasons why you're here and you also get to receive divine direction and a word from God's servant for the year you see and the beautiful thing is that our house here Lofty Heights Christian Center it's a house of testimony this is a prophetic a supernatural ministry now we don't churn out word for the year in the name of just churning our word for the year the beautiful thing about it is that every word of the year, you know, comes with attendant testimonies. The Lord told us in 2020, for example, it's going to be a year of supernatural speed. Nobody knew COVID was going to strike. Strike, rather. Then COVID struck. What should have brought about slow pacing, this ministry actually experienced growth in the midst of COVID. Last year, the Lord said it is the year of his glory. And we saw him, you know, manifest and confirms these words that he has given to his servant. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. The spirit of the Lord is a testimony of prophecy. The testimony of the Lord, rather, is the spirit of prophecy. 
So you are here tonight for also this purpose. That you may have that word to also latch on to as a journey into the new year. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah, glory to God. I'm going to share certain stories. And from that story, from the stories, then I'm going to go deeply into what God has had me to share. And like I said, I want to touch on building capacity for multiplication. There are many forms of capacities you need to build. But tonight, the focus of tonight's teaching, this overflow 2022, is building mental capacity. If there is anything the Lord's been ringing in my ear in concerning the year 2023, it is the need for man to build in a mental capacity. For man to deal in with limiting beliefs. For man to deal in, you know, with fears, anxieties. If you truly want to make the most of the particular year. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. In Romans chapter number 12, verse number 2. Romans chapter number 12, verse number 2. I love how the easy version puts it. Romans chapter number 12, verse number 2. Let me read what the easy version says here. Actually, I'm going to start reading from verse number one. Glory to God. I know it's a scripture that many of us are already aware of, but please pay attention to this because this is very, very important. He says, my Christian friends, God has been very kind to us. Because of that, I really want you to serve God with your whole life. Offer your bodies to him like a sacrifice that continues to live. He says, serve him with everything that you have and that will please him. That is the true way to worship God. Then verse number two says, do not become like the people who belong to this world. But let God completely change the way that you think so that you live differently. Let the Lord does what? Let the Lord change the way you think so that you can live differently. Then when that happens to you, then you will understand what God wants you to do. Then you will understand what God would have you do. Then you will understand what God wants you to do. You will know what is good. You will know what pleases God. You will know what is completely right. Building mental capacity for multiplication. Let me take us back a little bit. Genesis chapter number 2, the book of beginning. Chapter number 1 actually, from verse number 26, let me read. Genesis chapter number 1 from verse number 26. He read, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. He says, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the earth, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Pay attention. Male and female, he created them. Pay attention to verse number 28. Then God. Somebody say, then God. Then God blessed them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. He says, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the earth, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. After the Lord blessed them, he gave a command. Be fruitful and multiply. Going through the scripture, 
I've come to realize that God's plans for man in entirety is actually that of multiplication. Just one thing producing many results. You take a seed, for example, of orange, um, orange as a fruit. You plant that seed, that seed grows, that seed germinates, it multiplies and produces several fruit. That's God's plan. Listen, God did not mass produce anything. He produced a seed, then commanded that one thing he had produced to multiply. In other words, multiplication is fundamental to God's agenda. God did not create all of us at once. What he did was to create the first man, just one. Then the man, one man that was created, multiplied and produces all of us. He has seated and everybody under the sound of my voice. Say God of multiplication. Come on, say like a minute, God of multiplication. God of multiplication. So this is God's plan. You want money? He's not going to give you one billion dollars in your account just like that. Many times it's going to come in form of a seed, an idea. You work on that idea, then it produces for you. Are you with me right now? Are you with me right now? You want a child, for example? It's not just going to happen. God takes a seed and multiplies it, and he expects man to live in, in the same way. As a matter of fact, it is against God's original plan for man to choose not to multiply in everything that is good, in everything that is noble, in everything that is worthy. You must be multiplying because that is God's design. However, man's capacity to multiply is highly dependent on the state of his mind. Bible speaking says as he is, as he thinks in his heart. He says that is exactly the way he is. It is the thought of his heart actually that defines who he is. Many have been caged. Many have taken in so much it is impossible. Many have taken in so much of a low life. You've surrounded yourself with so much people as such. Such that these things are beginning to even impact, you know, your ability to reason. If you cannot truly reason it, if your mental state is not right, you will not be able to multiply it. Bible tells us about the story of the talent. Jesus gave one five, he gave one two, he gave one one. What causes multiplications in their lives? I mean, the ones that multiplied were the ones who got the reward. The one who got five, Bible says he multiplied it, gave back God ten. The one who got to multiplied it, gave back God, you know, four. But the one who got one, Bible says he buried that which was given to him. He did not understand that God just does not throw things at man. God usually gives seed out. What you do with it will determine the output of your life. If you read that scripture very well, Bible actually tells us that God gave to each one of them according to each one's ability. Because God is not a waster. So church, God's got best gifts of life planned for you. He's got that plan for me in 2023. But one thing God's been laying upon my spirit 
that he has asked me to share with you all under the sound of my voice and as many that will catch up with this telecast after it is gone offline right is that you must build mental strength you must break the limit you must shatter it that ceiling in that you've been revolving around you must break free from it you must you must you must how much you would multiply would be dependent on how much capacity your mind can take that's the reason why i love that scripture so so well that i read to us earlier on um, um romans number 12 verse number two he says do not become like the people who belong to this world he says but god let god change the way you think but let god change the way you think so that you can then live differently. I'm reading the easy version. He says, then you will understand what God wants you to do. Many don't understand what God wants them to do because of mental blockage. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. In 2 Corinthians chapter number 10, verses 4 to 5. 2 Corinthians chapter number 10, verses 4 to 5. In that letter that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth, when he was talking about, we do not war against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. He was not talking about witches and wizards. He was talking about strongholds of the mind. Listen, in the year 2023, how much you will get depends on how much your capacity can carry. If you want more, you've got to enlarge your mind. You've got to enlarge your thinking. You've got to be dissatisfied with the status quo. If you want more. If you want more. So God does not have a problem blessing man. Because he also tells us 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9. He says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. It's not entered into the heart of man. What God has in store for those who love him. The quality of a man's mind is also reflected in his attitude. It shows. Numbers chapter number 13, Numbers chapter number 14, you would see it there. It shows. I'm going to read certain stories to you earlier, I mean shortly, for you to fully understand this better. In Numbers 13 and 14, 10 leaders were, were chosen. All of them went and all of them brought back a negative report because of the way they are risen. Listen, one of the things you must know as you journey into this year is that you serve a God who is without limit. You serve a God that is limitless. You serve a God who, for whom nothing is impossible. That is the God you serve. As an individual and as I teach those who attend this ministry, you must have a distaste for an average life. You were not redeemed to be average church. No, 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 no. no. You were not redeemed to be average. Paul speaking in that Romans 12 says that when you talk to God, when you change the way you reason, he says then you will not be like the people of the world. If the world wants to know what it means to be great, what it means to be successful on all standards, it's you and I who are believers redeemed of the Lord that they should be talking to. The state of your mind can also determine how much you can receive from the Lord. Because every believer has the capacity to do great things. But many have been limited by the state of their minds. Listen to this. Our lives have no capacity to produce results beyond the capacity of our minds. Your life cannot produce results beyond the capacity of your mind. If that happens to you, it's going to be disastrous. Did you hear me now? 
it's going to become disastrous. Before you begin to trust for that next level, that promotion, that major job that you want, that high-paying job that you want, that you know, salary range that you want, or that profit that you want to get in your business, ask yourself, are you building capacity for it first? Success is better defined as when opportunity meets preparation. You don't look for opportunities when you're not prepared. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Mental capacity. In that story that we read earlier on, on that Second Kings seven one to two, it was a man of God who was speaking, and said, "By this time, can you can you have me now? Can you can you please give it to me?" Second Second Kings chapter number seven, one to two. Second Kings seven. This is going to be the first that I'm going to read to you. Second Kings seven one to two. Bible says then Elisha said, "Hear the word of the Lord." He did not say it was his word. He says, hear the word of the Lord. He says, thus says the Lord. Tomorrow about this time, a seer of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel. And two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. Listen to what the guy said. Verse number two. The guy said, so an officer on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, look, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, could this thing be? It is... It is the, the faulting state of one's mind that causes a believer to be querying and trying to use physical senses to justify God's word. This word into Elijah's word. He says, For seeth the Lord. Don't we have believers who also do not believe in For seeth the Lord? It was the state of his mind. It was the state of his mind. So for him, it did not matter if God was saying, in fact, he said, Bible says, he said, even if God decides to open the windows of heaven, these things are not possible. Because he is not thought beyond that level. Listen, you've got the mind of Christ. See after me, I've got the mind of Christ. 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 It's a limitless mind. He says, in fact, you shall sit with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. In verse number 16 to 18, verses 16 to 18, then listen to this. Then the people went out and plundered the tent of Syrians. So a seer of fine flour was sold for a shekel, and two seers of barley for a shekel, according to the word of the Lord. Listen to verse 17. Now the king had appointed the officer on whose hand he leaned. To have charge of the gate. That's the same guy. But the people trampled him in the gate. And he died. Just as the man of God had said. Who spoke when the king came down to him. So it happened just as the man of God had spoken to the king. Saying two shares of barley for a, for a shekel. And a share of fine flour for a shekel. Shall be sold tomorrow about this time in the gate of Samaria. Verse 19, then that officer had answered the man of God and said, now look, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, could such a thing be? And he had said to him, in fact, you shall sit with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Listen. The Lord has no problem blessing you in 2023 and beyond. 
it costs the Lord nothing to change the trajectory of your life. It costs the Lord nothing to bring healing to you. To receiving that healing, you must first be healed in your mind. You must first receive it in your mind. For the promotion that you desire, the success in your exams that you desire, the business breakthrough that you desire, it must first take place in your mind. Bible says, unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. He says, above all we can ask, think, or even imagine, according to his power that is at work in our lives. It beats me when I see believers who choose to settle for less. Listen, in Christ, there is always more. Did you hear me? There is always more. You are a student, you are under the sound of my voice right now. You desire success in your academics. Have you thought it through? Have you built that mental strength to making that possible? I'm not teaching you, you know, um, psychology. I'm teaching, the Bible says the way he thinks it is hard, it says that is the way he is. What you will lay hold of is also very dependent on the things that's happening in your mind. As an immigrant in this land, I chose not to be average. It was a decision. As a believer, as a pastor, I chose not to be average. It was a decision. Listen, once you are able to capacitate your mind to thinking in a particular direction, it gives force to every other thing that pertains to your life. The moment you are able to condition in your mind, all you need to do is to be able to see in the possibilities in the midst of impossibilities. All you need is to be able to say, all that's me, I will not. All you need to do is to be able to say, all that may be saying they are weak, I shall be swinging that I'm strong. All you may be able to do may be to say, all that's may be saying there is a casting down, I shall be declaring that there is a lifting up. There is yet another story in the same passage of the Bible. It's the story of the Syrian, the, 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 the three guys who flew the Syrian. Bible scholar says they, that's Gehazi and his sons. Let's take it that that's exactly what it is. There were four lepers. Four lepers. See, this particular one intrigues me all the time and tells me all the time it's better to take a risk or to cast all your nets in the Lord's hand and catch nothing than actually not cast it in his hand. Listen, 2 Kings chapter number 7, verse number 3. Pay attention to this. Now, there were four lepers, men at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? Can you hear their contemplations? Why are we sitting here until we die? He says, and they said to one another, it's, verse 4 says, If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore, come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live. And if, if they kill us, we shall only die. 
Bible says, and they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. Did you understand that story? They chose, if we stay here, we're going to die. If we go into the camp, we're going to die. However, it is better to go try in there and die than stay in here. It was the reasoning. The way they thought. The things they thought about. That changed the game for them. Bible says eventually they made up their mind and they said, we we're going to go into the camp. As they were coming, Bible says God caused the Syrians to hear the march of legions of thousands of armies. And what, what happened to them? They took to their heels. These four lepers, what then happened? They got into the place where they thought they were going to die and they found nothing but the spoils of the enemy. Listen, as he thinks in his heart, that is the way he is. If you think you are below, I mean you are above, I mean you are, you are a minimum pay job, is the best you can always get, your life would always move in that direction. If you say, I'm tired of this level, I need to move forward. Everything around you begins to propel you in the same direction. If you say, I need to go up higher, and you settle that in your mind, everything about your life begins to move in that same direction. My point tonight is very, very simple. If you cannot conceive it, if you cannot deal with that mental blockage, if you cannot break off that limit, realizing that of a truth, you serve a God who is able to do anything, 2023 may be like 2022 and the previous years for you. And I don't want that to be your lot. Listen, if the way you thought last year, or this year, 2022 rather, and it's the same way you've been thinking in 2021 and previous year, and it's the same way you want to think in 2023, trust me, you're going to end up getting the same result. For your result to change in the new year that you're going into, you've got to sit yourself down and ask yourself critical questions about your life. Lord, what would you have me do with my destiny? That's why it's good to also take account and take stock. So go review the previous years and then ask yourself, what were the things that were good? What were the things that were not so good? What can I do better? How do I produce more results in 2023 than the previous years? Because see, a better result is not going to fall on your laps. You don't have to work for it. And to thy own self, be true. Don't lie. Face it. If there were things you've done that you did not do well, or you've messed up in some regards, own it. When you own it, when you take responsibility for it, then the result is going to come your way. The reason why many people's lives are not progressing, it's because they're very good in the blame game. You know, it was my uncle, my daddy's 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 daddy that made it so. So that's the reason why I cannot rise above this. Oh, you know, I, sh I actually should have done this if not for my boss in the office. Listen, the Lord's not given the power as to how high you can swear on earth unto any man. That power has been given to you. And that power would only be operational to the effect and to the strength of the state of your mind. 
If you cannot believe it, you would always live below it. This is not just in material accusations. This also has to do with the supernatural. If you do not believe that it is possible for you to lay hands on the sick and have them recovered, you will never be able to do that. If you do not believe that it is possible for you to declare a word in someone's life and have it so, you will never be able to declare. I stood here in this place. I gave a word of knowledge. And I said, I saw someone before December 20, 20th of 2022, you change a job, you change a level. Someone in Calgary Church, a satellite campus, held that prophecy and held on to it and ran with it. And he delivered results. Because the God of Regina is the God of Calgary. It's the same God of Afghanistan. It's the same God in Asia, in the Philippines, or whatever place you may be. And there is no distance in the realms of the Spirit. Listen. Stop thinking small. Did you hear me? Think big. Think big. Ask yourself critical questions about your destiny. Ask yourself. Listen, your poverty does not impress God. Your lack does not impress God. We say tithe, you cannot tithe. Simply because you feel that if you tithe, you will no longer have enough. We say give to the Lord's work. You cannot give. Not because you don't want to give. Because truly, you do not have enough to give. Your poverty does not impress God. That low level thinking, that impossibility thinking does not bring God glory. Act chapter number 4, Bible tells us about the story of Peter and John. Bible says they were going, they got to the gate called Beautiful and met the guy who was leper. The guy saw them and said, began to stretch forth his hand towards them. Give me money. They said, no, silver and gold, we've got none. But we've got something much more than that. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and work. Did you go read your Bible very well? That guy did not get up. But Peter knew what has gone inside of me. No demon can stop it. Bible says Peter took his hand and jacked off. Come on. I said, get up. You get up. When I say get up in the name of Jesus, you get up. Bible says immediately he receives strength. If we sit here, we die. If we go into the camp, we die. So why sit here? Some of you need to take bold moves in 2023. You've been too, too fearful. Too scared. Listen. It's better for you to trust God. And not see the desires of your heart. Than for you not to make a move. Because of fear. Bible says God has not given us. The spirit of bondage again to fear. That's one of the things many believers don't know. Fear is not of the Lord. It is the spirit of bond. It keeps you bound. It tells you, you know what? That one bedroom you are in is just enough. No, there is more in Christ. One of my daughters in the gospel, a while ago I testified of how she would come to church. She'd want to give, but there was no money in her pocket. She didn't want to tithe. 
But some of you would remember that testimony. She didn't want to tap, but truly she does not have because she didn't have a job. Then she kept on it, listening to the messages, to my teachings, coming into church, and I'll keep declaring, and I'll keep prophesying, and I'll keep encouraging them in the word. And the word produced result. It was a midweek service she came for, where the word of knowledge went forth. I looked at her and I pointed to her and I said, the Lord said to me that before X and Y you are landing a solid job. She thought it was a joke, but she took it. It didn't go beyond the time the Lord told me to tell her that it was going to happen. Our financial story changed. There are so many stories in the Bible I could share with you. In Daniel chapter number 1 verse number 8, for example, Bible tells us concerning Daniel. It says, he purposed in his heart not to defile himself by the portion of the king's men. It was the state of his mind. Because he knew who he was. Bible tells us in Daniel 3.16 verse 9 to 18 about the three Hebrew boys. They said to the king, Daniel 3.16 to 18, say king, see, we do not hold it to you to even discuss about this matter with you. Because we know that the God that we serve is able to help us. He's able to deliver us. Okay, let's take it for a moment that this God chooses not to. Oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, let it be known to you that we will not bow. The state of the mind. Many of you have given up so easily, so quickly. So quickly out of fear. You wanted to sit and exam. Right now as I speak, you have goals. Some of you have made resolutions. I'm going to write this exam next year. Then the year you were talking about is just a few minutes, three minutes away. Then the year comes. Then fear begins to envelope you. Because in your mind, you can't actually see yourself writing that exam and succeeding. You begin to defer it. You begin to defer it. I cancel in the mighty name of Jesus. Every force that carry over projects in your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. God's got the best of things in life planned for you. But without an enlarged capacity of the mind, what you'd access out of the things he has in store will be limited. Did you hear me? This is the key part of this teaching tonight. If you're not taking anything out, take this out. Rise up on your feet tonight. Can the choir team please come off stage? And let's just re rejoice. For some moment in the Lord as we cross into the year 2022-2023. So again, welcome to Multiply 2023. So that simply tells you the prophetic instruction and word for the year is that you should go and multiply. That whatever it is that God blessed you with, it is seed. Listen, it doesn't matter how much you think you have. Everything altogether still is a seed. Multiplication is part of God's agenda. This is why this word says multiply. It's a command. It's an instruction. So after this moment, you don't have to sit yourself down and perhaps with your family and ask questions. What are the things in our lives that we need to multiply?
How do I multiply my career? How do I multiply in my walk with God? How do I multiply in saving souls? How do I multiply in loving my spouse? How do I multiply in parenting? Meaning that in everything and anything that you do in the year 2023, this brand new year, the Lord is asking you minimum double. Minimum double. Minimum double. Minimum double. Again, the Lord's got no problem multiplying you and multiplying that which is in your hand. If you commit it into his hands, he multiplies it. One of the things he does that he specializes in, it's actually multiplying everything and anything committed into his hands. If you remain in your hands, you may not be able to multiply. Your job, how do you multiply? In your field, how do you multiply? What do you need to do to move to the next level? That's the question. Again, whatever you have remains a seed. And the Lord is asking us to multiply. I'm trusting God for you, for your family and your household. Minimum double of whatever you have. You have one house, the Lord says multiply. Whatever it is, you have one car, you desire it to be multiplied, the Lord says multiply. And that's the reason why I started that teaching with mental capacity. If you don't think it, if you don't take off that lead, that coverage in it, you may not be able to multiply, just as we've seen in the scripture. Certain factors limit man or limit believers even from being able to multiply. His expressions, don't let me keep you standing. You can go have a seat, celebrate them, please. I'll wrap up the teaching right now. I will lead us in some very powerful prayers. We'll practice of the Holy Communion, which is going to be the very first meal you're going to be taking in this new year. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Then we'll have a praise party and we call it a day. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Factors that limit a believer from being able to multiply. In no particular order, complacency, laziness. Many believers are too lazy, church. You just believe because you pray, because you sow seeds, because you attend church, because you serve. Everything is just going to fall on your laps and God is just going to do it. No, no. If you want it done, you've got to work it out. If you have an exam to write and you want to pass, you've got to study. If you don't study so well for it, you would end up seeing being in the examination hall and be counting ceilings. Many believers are too lazy on the ground of religiosity. You need to break that. If that is not broken off, you may not be able to multiply. Proverbs 24, 30 to 34. Proverbs chapter number 24, verse 30 to 34. Talking about a lazy hand. It says, a little sleep, a little slumber. A little folding up of hands. He says, so shall poverty fall upon you like a prow. Listen, hard work is not a curse. I did a teaching on this in this church. It's on our YouTube channel. Don't be lazy. You've got a job. Work very well. If you know you're getting tired, resign before they fire you. 
I keep saying it. It's a shame for anyone who is named by the name of the Lord to be fired from a job because of lack of performance. It's a disgrace to the God that you serve. A pagan, a pagan, a Gentile, someone who does not know God, does not have a relationship with God, is more diligent at work than you who is called, you know, by the name of the Lord. Something is wrong. Hard work does not kill. And it is not a curse. Bible says God worked. On the seventh day, Bible says he, says he rested. He rested not because he was tired. He rested not because he had no strength anymore. He rested simply because he was done. And I'm sounding that out to you right now. Those of you who say, um, you know, actually, you know, um, God worked. Um, after all, God himself shall rest. God rested. God rested because God was done. If you're not done, don't seek vacation. Let vacation be a reward for you for hard work, for productivity. You need to break that. If you really want to multiply, you need to break that. Bible tells us concerning Jacob and Laban. Laban walked up to Jacob and said to Jacob, I can tell the Lord had revealed it to me that the Lord is prospering me because of your presence in my business. Don't be lazy. Get to work if you really want to multiply. Factors that limit number two, wrong association. Wrong association. If you truly want to multiply in 2023, listen, you can keep moving with the same set of people who've been limiting you. Stop being a local champion. You are the best amidst your friends. Something is wrong somewhere. You need to pause. You need to change association. Every time you show up, they begin to hail you. Hey, he has arrived. Hey, he's the king here. Hey, something is wrong. That means you've outgrown that environment. Change it. Change it. Change it. The Lord did not release blessing unto Abraham until Lot that departed from him. Bible says God said unto him, after Lot had departed. Now look northward, eastward, westward. As far as your eyes can see, I will give it to you. You all need to break free of certain friendships, relationships to being able to enter in your promised land. You've been hanging around them long enough. They've done nothing good to your life. He said, you've been thinking at their level. You are an eagle, you should be swearing, you'll be moving about with regular birds. You will not even know that you have the capacity to even swore because you've never seen them swore. The company you keep, my father, Bishop David Oyedepo would say, will determine the, 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 the company that will accompany you. The company you keep determines what is going to accompany you. Change it. If you're a family person, to pay attention to me. Sometimes the reason why many of you are not thinking out of the box, it's because those you call family friend, they are still on the same level. Even when you share spiritual things with them, they cannot relate. They discourage you. These things will limit your ability to multiply in 2023. Break free. Listen, friendship is by choice. It is not by force. I teach this all the time. You don't have to be friends with everybody. Yourself and your husband or yourself and your spouse determine what kind of households do we want to relate with us? What kind of families do we want? 
Don't welcome just anybody, just in the name of your Christians. We believers, you should be friends with everybody. Bible says he who walks with the wise will be wise. It says, but a companion of fool will be destroyed. Proverbs chapter number 13, verse number 20. If you really want to multiply, you may need to look into your association. Are they also willing to multiply? How can you be speaking to someone about your career advancement when they're not willing to? They are just fine the way they are. That means you are speaking to the wrong people. You want to make a distinction, you want to make first class. Why are you speaking with someone who is always a trance in school? Does not show up in class. That's not the kind of people you should be talking to. You talk with people who are moving headed in the same direction as you are headed. That's how to make greatness out of life. Let every other name fade away. Let all the other names fade away. there's only you. Number three, in no particular order, is fear. And I'm going to be praying on that. I've shared a bit about that already. I'm not going to go further into that. Number four, in no particular order that can limit you from multiplying and your mental capacity development is people's opinions. What would they say? How would they think? It doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what they say. They would adjust when they see you bearing results. Listen. Results terminate insults. You get it? Are you with me? Are you with me? If God is the one leading you head in the same direction, what will people say? It really doesn't. What people say will cripple you. This facility, those of you who are in the ark right now, that you are seated in, I was told all sorts of stuff. Why this is never going to be possible? I could have heeded, you know, to them. I could have acceded and listened to them. Oh, the city was never going to approve it. Oh, that's never going to be possible. Oh, you're never going to have the money. Oh, you're never going to do this. Oh, you're never going to do that. Because of what they were saying, it was enough for me to say, actually, I want to dear what someone hasn't dared in the past. So I should actually beat a retreat. Many of you have robbed God of his glory because of fear and because of people's opinions. Break free this year. Break free. 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 Number five is lack of boldness and courage. I cannot overemphasize this. I still thought about this just some, some few days or few weeks ago in this church. Acts chapter number 4, 29 to 30. Bible says the apostles, they gathered. Eh? They gathered. People who were spirit-filled. Yet they were praying. That with all boldness they may go out and go preach the same gospel. Lay hands on the sick that they may recover. Everything that you desire in life is on the other side of fear. See, I'd rather go forth and not achieve it and return the glory unto God than fold my arms and do nothing. In the name of what if I fail? Okay, what if I succeed? And my succeeding is not even a matter of what if because I'm a success. Hallelujah, glory to God. 
among many things. And for this month, this is going to be the focus of our teachings. That capacity for multiplication. Building capacity for multiplication. Listen, if this mental capacity is done well with, if it is done, if it is dealt with well, you won't have any problem. And that is the reason why I want to leave you with this one. One of them is a cheat code. During upsurge, that's our annual convention, I mean conference, at start of the year conference, I'm going to be explaining more about this. It is actually the word of the Lord. If you don't understand how to break free from limiting beliefs, you don't know what it means to be free from the things holding you bound, make the word of God, make it your friend. Listen, the word is believer's mirror. Did you hear me? The word of God is what? It is the believer's mirror. If you want to know what you look like, if you want to know what your destiny is like, get acquainted, fascinated by the word. That's why the Bible could tell you repeatedly, let the word of the Lord dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Let it dwell in you richly in all wisdom. See, the word has the capacity. The word of the Lord is a lead remover. It is ceiling breaker. You will open it, you begin to read. Especially if you are blessed enough to find yourself in a church where priority is given to God's word. You will keep hearing the word and it keeps producing results in your life. You realizing that the things you thought were impossible are actually possible. You heard that lady's testimony. That's what God's word does. See, this God's word is your number one go-to if you want to change the way you reason. If you want to change the way you think, your God's word, it should be your number one go-to. Acts chapter number 20, verse number 32, Paul speaking to these guys said to them, I commend you therefore brethren to the Lord, he says, and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and grant you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. If you want to know what your life is like, what you should be doing with your life, make the word of God your friend. 2 Corinthians chapter number 3, verse number 18. Paul speaking to the church in currency. So we all with unveiled fields, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. You know what he was talking about? Beholding as in a mirror the word of the Lord. Give me on the screen, let them say. 2 Corinthians 3, verse number 18. We all with an unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. What's happening to us? We are being changed. We are being metamorphosed. We are being transported from one level of glory onto another. The word produces results. The word of God has the capacity for transformation. In this year, 2023, the year to multiply, let God's word be your priority. Take a look at the screen. And all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is the spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. How? By the word. Joshua chapter number 1 verse number 8. Joshua chapter number 1 verse number 8. Joshua speaking says, This book of the law shall not depart out of the mouth, but thou shalt meditate in it there and night, that thou may do according to all that is written in it. He says, For then shall thou make thy way prosperous, and then shall thou have good success. You desire good success, make the word of God your priority. Listen, stop being a lazy Christian. 
our closing charge as a ministry is Psalms chapter number 1 verse 1 to 3. Psalms chapter number 1 verse 1 to 3. It tells us about the story of a man whose delight is in the word of the Lord. He says, blessed is that man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scoffer. He says, but whose delight is in the word of the Lord. Whose delight is in word? Whose delight is in the word of the Lord. He says, and in his word, he meditates day and night. What's going to happen to him? He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Listen, I stand before God and I kid you not. The word of the Lord transformed my life much more than prayer did. I know that may be too much for some of you to take in, but I'm telling you the truth. I found the treasures in God's word. I got addicted to it and that was how it transformed. I, I was a mess. You understand. I'm from a polygamous home. Eighth of ten. My life was a mess. The word, the word, I saw it. I saw it. I saw my life in the light of God's word. I saw my life in the light of God's word. Get acquainted with God's word. Get acquainted. Get acquainted. If you don't want to study, you don't know what to study. Go study the epistles. The realities of your new creation as a believer. Go study them. He says, whose delight is in the word of the Lord. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That brings forth its fruit in its season. He says, its leaves shall not wither. He says, whatsoever that man doeth shall prosper. Many years ago, back home in Nigeria as a young bachelor, I wanted to take my life. And I heard, it was this same Bible. This was many years ago, over a decade. Maybe going to 15 years now. This same Bible. Same Bible. I was a young boy, but life was dealing with me all sorts of blows. I was living in a part in Lagos called Magodo Jare in a self-contained. And that day I crawled into my bedroom. I was alone. And I lifted up this same Bible and I said, God, if you are real, like they say that you are, and if your word is true, prove to me through this word that my life is not over. And the Lord says, open your Bible. I did. You know what I opened to? Isaiah chapter number 41 verse 10. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Media, if they love you, they will give it to you on the screen. Isaiah chapter number 41 verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Tell me what can be more comforting. He knows my name. He knows my name. He sees each year's the drop. He sees each year's And he It's time for you to rise up and declare into the year 2023 as we bring the meeting to an end. It's by the confessions of your mouth that you will write it. Listen, there is that year and there is always that certain year in the life of a believer. 
the year my life began to take a new turn was the year 2009. I can never forget. Listen to me. I say this under God. You've entered that certain year. No, you didn't hear me. I say you've entered that certain year. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Rise up on your feet this morning. Rise upon your feet. To start with, it's not going to bring God any joy if you ever have to leave this place the same way you came. You have never at any point in your life confessed openly and accepted the Lordship of Jesus. The opportunity is now for you. All eyes closed and all eyes bowed. All eyes closed and all eyes bowed. You cannot remember ever confessing Jesus as Lord. Accepting him into your life. You are here in the sanctuary or you're watching online. Now is your time. Now is your time. If you are that person, would you just signify by the raising up of your hand? Just signify by the raising up of your hand tonight. There is no shame here. There is no shame. If your hands are lifted up, I just need you to please say this after me. Dear Father, I thank you for leading me to your house tonight. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for my sins. Thank you for taking my place in death. Thank you for the new life that I have in you. I repent of my sins. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Please save me. Make me yours forever. Fill me with your spirit. Keep me in your warm embrace from this moment unto the end of time. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer, would you celebrate Jesus tonight? Come on, if you said that prayer, would you celebrate Jesus tonight? We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you, we honor you, and we celebrate you.